OpenAI has been sending out emails to a ton of people announcing that their GPT store is going to be launched next week. So today on the podcast, I'm going to be breaking down everything you need to know if you're planning on building GPTs on the GPT store, a couple things that have been in this email, and what people are saying about it on X, because there's a really interesting debate going on right now. So without further ado, let's get into it. We gonna bring it to you just like that. Welcome everyone to the future's AI chat. Bringing you the interviews and giving you info to be in the know. Tech company CEOs of Rock with us. Bet you gonna come back. I'm just saying the facts. This is AI chat. Let's go. So a number of people have been posting screenshots on X and it's of an email that OpenAI has been sending to a number of people. And essentially it says, Dear GPT Builder. So assuming this is just sent to everyone that has already built a GPT so far. Um, Now, of course, GPTs were announced a number of months ago. They actually had a delay in this whole thing being launched um, due to Sam Altman getting kicked out and coming back and some of the drama that happened there. Some people thinking that they were going a little bit too fast and early on it. So in any case, it got delayed till early this year, but evidently this is coming out next week. So the email says, Dear GPT Builders, we want to let you know that we'll be launching the GPT store next week. If you're interested in sharing your GPT in the store, you'll need to, um, and they have three bullet points. Number one, review our updated uses, policies, and GPT brand guidelines to ensure your GPT is compliant. I think this kind of um, goes in line with everything that happened. People are saying that Sam Altman was trying to push too fast on this. Um, and wasn't really focusing on safety issues and compliance issues. So evidently, this is something that they've had to update their usage policies and the GPT brand brand guidelines to accommodate and make sure that everything's compliant and safe and they're not going to get in trouble with anything. So that's the first thing that you need to do. The second thing is verify your builder profile. So you can go to your settings and then there's builder profile. And essentially, you're going to enable your name and or a a website that you can link on there um, to be listed as a verified builder the next thing is to publish your gpt as public so gpts um with anyone uh with a link selected will not be shown in the store so currently you can set it so like you create a gpt and you can set it anyone with a link can use it and this is how most of them have been that i've seen right like there isn't really a store right now so i've tested out a bunch of these custom gpts but in order to use them you just get a link from someone and, and you can access it so Um, you're going to have to change that. You're going to have to set it as public. And if it's set as public, it's going to be included into their GPT store. And then after all this, they say, thanks for investing time to build a GPT, the chat GPT team. So it's a pretty short email. They've sent this out to a ton of people who are getting really excited right now on Twitter. Now, this is the conversation that is going on right now. Rowan Chung, who is, um, was talking about this on Twitter recently said of note, Similar to the Apple App Store, the GPT Store will also be a brand new distribution platform for many businesses. Ranking high up in the shop early on will be important. Prepare for a new wave of businesses and AI builders. I think this is going to be really interesting. This is a vision that I personally have believed in for a very long time. Those that have followed the podcast for a while know that um, I'm building my own AI app store and marketplace. A very similar concept here, um, except our app store will host you know thousands of ai models i've spoken with people at OpenAI who've said that uh, this gpt store is going to essentially just host uh, it's going to be built with open ai tools um my ai box will be you know thousands of ai models all of the open source ai models you'll be able to access and integrate and it's going to be a little bit more robust of a builder versus this is more like a chat interface but in any case this i think is really exciting very validating for me, but I think this is going to be a great step at enabling people and teaching people how to use AI um, to build uh, applications, to automate 
uh, different parts of their process. And it's going to be a big eye opener for people on just what they can do with AI. So very, very excited. And of course, OpenAI is the you know number one AI company. So this is going to come with a lot of distribution. Um, what's really interesting here, some, some comments on this thread uh, from Rowan. Someone says, curious how GPT Store will do. Feels like it's easier to build agents than building something like an iPhone app when the App Store came out. Hope we see some amazing GPTs. Um, and I mean, I would say this is definitely true. If you don't need to know any code um, and you have OpenAI's AI assistant that's going to actually help you build these things, I think we're going to see a lot of innovation and a lot of really exciting tools come out. Um, someone else said, this feels like the launch of the Apple App Store in, 20, in 2008. It's going to be really interesting because I actually had this exact same feeling earlier this year when they announced plugins and plugins were kind of a big flop. I... You know, there wasn't, I think a big part of that was that their marketplace wasn't very well built. Um, it, there wasn't really very good discoverability. You just essentially had to like scroll through a bunch of pages of apps to find stuff. And uh, it, it just wasn't very, you know, it wasn't very uh, smooth kind of product. And so I'm hoping that they've learned from that mistake and they're going to try to um, fix that. Sam Altman himself referring to the plugin said he didn't think that there was product market fit for the plugins built into ChatGPT. Now, Eventually what they did, which I think was great because something my biggest bone to pick with the plugins was that you had to enable them every time you wanted to do a chat. And it's like, I, I would go and get a plugin for like, um, you know, some sort of PDF reader, but I don't want to have to go enable that every single time I wanted to use that specific function or feature. And so what they've done now that I think is really smart is for the open AI tools like Dolly and like browse with Bing and whatnot, they're just automatically um, by default enabled. So when you're using the tool, it will just know when to activate those different tools or plugins and um, fire them up. So I think that was the right move. And I'm hoping that, um, yeah, I'm hoping that they'll just learn from essentially kind of the flop of the plugins, because I think those things could have been this, they could have been great. Um, someone else said, thank goodness, I've been investing 12 hours most days researching and creating GPTs. I'm concentrating um, on the gaming entertainment category. This is so interesting. There's a bunch of people that I think are going to be really well rewarded that have just been going hard building out these GPTs, building out a bunch of uh, applications. And so it's going to be interesting to see what kind of boost they get when this all goes live. Someone said, just saw this, excited to see how many GPTs will rank and the money it will make. I think uh, they, they actually created one and they said, I think it had 8,000 conversations last time they checked. So some people that have built these and shared them out with people, I think are going to uh, get a little bit of a boost, but it's going to be interesting to to see if this is a flop or if this is a success. I'm rooting for the success of this, um, but really excited to see what people build. And I think this is an amazing step towards um, essentially getting more people to try these. In my mind, right? And of course, I'm kind of in this app builder marketplace space with AI Box. But in my mind, this is kind of the moment where like ChatGPT came out, uh, la uh, you know, in uh, December. I, I guess over a year ago and um, then after that that really opened people's eyes and people started trying perplexity and Claude and Bard and all the and you know all these other platforms I feel like this will be uh, kind of the the tool that while it might be the most general and it's only going to be working with open AI stuff it will open people's eyes to what you can build and what's going to be available with these kind of marketplaces and with these AI tools so for me I'm you know I'm uh, selfishly hoping that it's a big success so it teaches people how to use my platform, which will, you know, integrate all AI models and open source AI models. 
but really excited to see how OpenAI does and uh, how they pull this off. And I'll definitely keep you updated on the status as they launch and as we start seeing the traction that rolls in. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below. 